All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Sokera. Walt is the managing partner of the AKW Group based here in Akron. They take uh, individual clients' monies and invest them in individually owned stocks and custom-made portfolios designed for their particular needs. If you have any questions about investing in the stock market or about particular stocks you want to talk about, call us anytime this half hour at 330-673-1234 or if you're listening on WNR.com, toll free 800-669-4100. Walt, understand that you're broadcasting remotely from retirement heaven, St. Petersburg, Florida, visiting clients down there who are either snowbirds or maybe they're down there forever, but uh, they have been able to do that because they invested wisely with you. <laughs> yeah, Bob, it's, uh, it's nice to visit clients. Um, started over on the East Coast over by uh, Vero Beach and worked our way down to Naples and uh, up through Cape Coral and now in St. Petersburg this morning. And uh, A lot of great client meetings. Uh, you know, it's, it's the best part of our job. We work for some just amazing people and families. And, uh, you know, when you sit down and kind of review investments, uh, it's, it's it's fun to do that and also see how people are doing in their retirement. And uh, it, it definitely is nice down here. I, I heard your weather. Uh, we're probably more in the 70s with uh, just a lot of sun in the sky. So uh, it's, it's nice to be down here in Florida. Now, of course, as far as investing, last week, once again, another good week on Wall Street. The S&P 500 and the Dow were further into record territory. The NASDAQ is getting back into a more of a rally mode, and even though it was a holiday shortened week because of the holiday on Monday, a lot of action occurred on Thursday as the market reacted to another great quarter from NVIDIA. Their market enthusiasm seems to be spreading for these artificial intelligence-related stocks and other semiconductor shares, but in the main, again, this is still a very surprising market for a lot of people, and I think there are a lot of people out there who simply don't believe this is happening. Bob, it, it has surprised a lot of people. And again, you go back, uh, you know, two years ago, and everybody was talking recession. All the all the talking heads, all the experts out there saw, you know, this is the spark really going a different direction. And I think it surprised a lot of people. But you know, you look at last week, and again, you're getting some optimism <clears throat> coming from the Federal Reserve. Uh, the you know, FOMC meeting minutes were released and there's good comments in there that you know we're we're going to see rates come down it may not come down as quick as everybody had hoped but i think the market's kind of gotten past that um you know we're going to see lower rates i think through the course of the year as you said um you know we're getting some good results from a lot of companies and uh, that's kind of our discipline you know looking at these companies we see corporate america really responding well a lot of the leading companies have done a great job uh, especially on that tech side we continue to see good earnings there 
and that, you know, the economic data continues to support, you know, a, a decent economy. I mean, you know, at this stage, the economy is, you know, seems to be moving forward at, at a good rate. So last week we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Average move up 503 points. That's a 1.3% gain for the week. Year-to-date, that Dow Jones Industrial Average is now at 3.8%. The S&P 500 had a 1.7% gain last week. Here today, we're sitting at 6.7%. Uh, the NASDAQ came roaring back up 1.4% for the week. We're at 6.6% year-to-date on the NASDAQ composite. And the Russell 2000, the small mid-cap, still struggling a little bit, off 0.8% for the week. And year-to-date, we're still off about a half a percent. But about a lot of good results and, you know, a lot of things to be positive about. And I know we're going to have an election that's you know probably going to divide our country a little bit, and you know nobody's looking forward probably to all those ads and the silliness that comes out of Washington. But uh, you know a lot of, a lot of good things to pay attention to as far as uh, companies and the market. Now you talked about the Fed; they had their notes released from their January meeting. As you said, they're not going to be too excited about raising the actual interest rates, but they also presented some concern from some members about the prices of stocks. We've seen them go pretty, pretty high in certain issues uh, these uh, last couple of weeks. Why are they concerned about? Why were they? Why is the Fed concerned about the price of stocks? I mean, the, the stock market is a leading indicator, you know, and again, if the, if the market gets, you know, too fast, you, you worry about a big sell-off and, of course, a shock to the system that you know, might impact the economy in a different way. Um, you know, it's just it's just another data point that the Fed, you know, pays attention to. Um, some people feel they shouldn't, but but they do. You know, they pay attention to where, where stocks are in, in general and the relative rate. You know, the, the raise of, of stocks has been pretty... You know, pretty excessive here for the last year and a half. So I think it's definitely caught the Fed's eye. Now we talked earlier about people who can't believe that the market is doing as well as it does, and there are some people out there who actually think that the market is being manipulated by the Fed, or it's all fake. It's not really real. Uh, they go so far as to say that you know bailouts and government spending are artificially you know, hiking the market, and it's a whole house of cards. Now, when you look at the market, as you have been looking at for over 30 years, you know, what is driving the stock market returns, and you know, are they real, or you know, in some sense are they not, uh, not, uh, not uh, actually what they seem to be? Well, Bob, I, I think when you look at companies, you know, and you look at value propositions and business models, and you know, companies doing really good things out there, improving you know, the lives of, of a lot of uh, people here in, in our country and worldwide. Uh, you see companies that have gotten a lot better in the way that they operate. They they run the companies a lot better as far as controlling costs and, you know, growing the bottom line, the top line, seeing revenue growth, seeing profit growth, and, and rewarding shareholders, you know, dividends, uh, buying back shares, you know, doing a lot of things to uh, to, to create some value. And, but, so I think a lot of these, you know, rumblings that you hear out there are people just, you know, not really understanding the market. But when you look at dividends, when you look at earnings growth, when you look at multiples, um, you know, P multiples, when you look at, you know, realistic returns, and then you just see some great companies out there doing some great things. And at the end of the day, I, I think it's real, you know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it is a little bit at times you know, maybe overvalued or undervalued. I mean, things move around quite quickly anymore in the market, a lot of information. So you got to do your homework and pay attention. But I think I think at the end of the day, you know, when companies do the right thing and they, they actually grow and profit, um, there's ways to do, you know, the same as far as investors go. So 
Uh, that's the discipline that we use constantly at AKW Group, and you know we, we believe in investing in great companies. Once again, we're talking to Walt Sakira, who is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron. And again, any questions you have about investing in the stock market, 330-673-1234 here at WNR uh, on this advice line program. Hey, let's talk about trends and insights right now. Once again, Walt always takes a look at things that are going on, factoids, research, and some of this can have an impact on the market either today or even tomorrow. One of the things that the Pew Research Center has found, only 18% of U.S. adults say the government is doing a good job with the number of migrants at the southern border. Some 80% say the government is doing a bad job. 45% say they're doing a very bad job. Well, whether it's doing a bad job or a good job, it seems they can't get anything done about it. The government proposes different regulations. Congress has no desire to apparently act on them. And so it's like a big, like a big traffic jam or log jam in Washington that nothing is being done about this rather serious problem. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, with an election year, how this is handled. I'm sure it's going to be a huge talking point and hopefully an action point at some point. Um, you know, it's it's uh, a lot of people are dissatisfied. It, it doesn't matter what political party you're really in at this point. I mean, it's just, it's a concern. Um, definitely people down in that region, it's definitely a big concern. And, uh, you know, it's something that needs to be addressed. It's, it's going to have an impact, you know, in, in certain parts of the the country and, you know, and the workforce is going to have an impact on the economy and something we definitely have to pay attention to and take care of, I think, as, as time moves on. Now, another factoid that's kind of interesting, the United States has overtaken Australia and Qatar last year is now the world's largest exporter of liquefied natural gas, LPG. Uh, projects are already underway to put the U.S. on track to double its export capacity by 2027. And uh, again, a lot of people don't realize what a major player we are in this market that uh, so many people for the last 50 years think is dominated by the Middle East. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, impressive. I mean, the uh, capacity and the, the, you know, the, the infrastructure that's been built, companies that are, you know, really taking advantage of this. You know, we've had a holding in our small mid-cap portfolio, Bob Chenier Energy, uh, which is one of the largest uh, LNG players out there, and again, you know, liquefied natural gas is, is a really important uh, resource and, and an important industry now and, and sector for for the United States. Uh, you know, competes globally and does a really good job. So it'll be interesting to continue to watch this industry. In Japan, too, we've been watching this Tokyo Stock Exchange. They are doing quite well this year. Their Nikkei 225 index hit its first record high in 34 years last week. It continues a year-long 44% rally after more than 10 years of being a, a rather weak player. Now, again, what does this mean to the United States if Japan is doing well? Uh, it's good to see, you know, some recovery in Japan. I mean, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I think, uh, you know, some other countries over there that have struggled, China, with the you know, struggling economy, it's, you know, put focus onto some other uh, Asian countries. And, you know, Japan has done a really good job, you know, as far as uh, improving. And they're doing a good job uh, getting younger investors interested back in the market. And uh, I think uh, anytime you see strong stock markets in another part of the world, it, it definitely helps uh, all markets and definitely would help the United States as well. Another bit of information, proving that we do love to eat. The percentage of disposable personal income that we Americans spend on food last year reached 11.3%. That's just a tenth of a point away from the 1991 high of 11.4%. Yum, yum, eat them up. We like that food, don't we? <laughs> we do, and it's a big part of a budget. 
Um, you know, we see it in planning all the time, and it's especially when people go into retirement. But, you know, food costs, Bob, have definitely also pushed, uh, you know, the percentage that people are spending on, on food. Like we said last week, cocoa prices, olive oil, I mean, certain things have hit record highs. And, you know, we definitely see that that stretch a little bit for uh, people on fixed budgets. You know, food is definitely uh, going to stretch that budget a little bit at times, and it's definitely doing that right now. Let's take a look at the stocks right now in Stock Talk. Your chance to call and talk to our expert, Walt Secura, about any particular stock issue that you're interested in, whether you want to sell it, buy it, own it, uh, uh, look at it, uh, you know, market with tea, whatever your problem is. All you have to do is give us a call here at 330-673-1234 and talk to him right now live on WNIR on Invest Wisely. So we talked about NVIDIA earlier. They had a really great earnings report. Their shares went to a record high. They reported earnings 486% over last year. Sales up 265% to $22.1 billion. NVIDIA stock is up over 58% year-to-date, closing at $788.17 on Friday. Now, of course, you've been holding NVIDIA in your core equity portfolio for some time. So what are your thoughts now about NVIDIA and about this stock? Can it go higher, or are you thinking about maybe uh, it's the time to uh, uh, kind of take your profits? Well, Bob, it's grown to be a pretty large position in some of our clients' portfolios. So, yeah, we're definitely taking a hard look at it. Um, it's executed so well, and it's such a powerful company. It, it makes it difficult. You know, we see analysts continue to bump uh, guidance up, target prices up. The high target price now is $1,400 a share. Uh, keep in mind the low is 535 The average is about 873 um, so, you know, there's still some upside here. And, and, again, you know, there's another whole technology after AI uh, when you talk about autonomous driving. Um, you know, NVIDIA is the leader in that uh, future development as well. Um, they've been so strong in gaming, uh, you know, their their graphic processing units and their data centers. Um, they're, they're just executing at such an unbelievable level. And I've never seen a stock like this, Bob. I mean, you know, in all my career to see a company this large, um, you know, to go to $22 billion in sales for the three months, you know, compared to $6 billion last year over those three months, that's just unbelievable growth, 265% growth for a company this large. Um, so, again, we're, we're paying close attention. Believe me, it's, the top of my, it's one of the top things I'm looking at, you know, constantly, and uh, we'll, we'll manage through it, and we'll figure out what to do. But, you know, right now we're, we're, we're just smiling and, uh, you know, happy with uh, the results that we see. Now, cybersecurity stocks uh, fell last week. They're considering a price war now after Palo Alto Networks unveiled their new marketing strategy of letting customers take long, free trials of their product six months or more. Now, Palo Alto EPS grew 39%. Their revenues climbed 19%, beating their forecast. But uh, now they're kind of saying they're not going to do quite as well in the current revenue quarter in billings, uh, maybe because of this uh, uh, extensive uh, offer of their product for free. Now, why would Palo Alto's have an impact on the rest of cybersecurity? Well, Bob, it's a leader, and, um, you know, it's showing pricing pressure, and competition is really heated up. You know, there's a lot of big players here. This has been a really strong growth area, and, you know, there's going to be winners and losers over time, and, you know, I think it's showing that, you know, Palo Alto is taking a leadership approach and saying, you know, we're going to change our sales model a little bit. Um, you know, give these trials, try to entice more, you know, customers to uh, to the offering. Um, and it definitely impacts the whole market. Um, fortunately for us, you know, our, our biggest holding in the cybersecurity side is Fortnet. And um, 
they have not been impacted as much. Uh, they they didn't see the sell-off last week that a lot of the other uh, cybersecurity stocks saw. But um, it's it's going to be an interesting industry to pay attention to. And again, there's there's definitely a lot of opportunities here, but there's also you know companies that are going to be at a little bit of risk. So you got to do your homework and know where you want to invest to see if you're going to be in this industry. Well, let's take some calls now on Stock Talk for Walt Secure on WNIR. You are the air. Good morning. Hi, Walt. Florida sure sounds nice. Uh, I was wondering, to participate in AI, which stock would be best to own for that in the three- to five-year time frame? Would it be Arm Holding or Intel? Thank you. I'll hang up and listen. Sure. Thanks for the call. Um, yeah, I mean, between the two, uh, we would we would probably like Arm um, Holdings. Uh, you know, is is probably a, a better play uh, than Intel. Although Intel, you know, is they're going to be competitive. I mean, they're definitely building out some new foundries and trying to change their operations around to compete in this new AI world and you know, where the opportunities are. Uh, you know, we continue on the AI side to like Nvidia. You know, we just we just talked about it. We also uh, a super microcomputer we've mentioned, um, Vertiv, which is a company we'll mention a little bit later here in the show. Uh, there's other ways to participate in AI. And, uh, you know, again, I think do, doing your homework and looking for the best ways to uh, structure some of the portfolio, not all the portfolio, but some of it, uh, to take advantage of this uh, this really emerging technology. Let's take some more calls now for Walt Secure at, at 330-673-1234. You're on WNIR. Go ahead. Hey, Ken. How are you this Sunday? Good. Hey, last year you were in Naples at spring break. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or maybe it was a few years ago. Time's flying here. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched that movie years ago, Where the Boys Are. And uh, in 1961, I went to Fort Lauderdale with the spring break crowd from Kent State, and I got a hell of a sunburn uh, uh, anyway, you want to watch that sundown there. My my stock is uh, HPQ. They're going to report on the 28th, and uh, I think people are going to be upgrading their computer, home computers, and everything. And I've been watching Dell, and they they did real well last week. And I'm thinking, if you look at those numbers, HPQ, what do you think about uh, that stock? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it trades at a really low valuation, about nine times earnings. Um, you know, expectations uh, this year about three forty six this year, um, as far as earnings go, three seventy next year. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's some upside here. You know, a little bit of multiple expansion and good results. Um, you know, again, dividend yield here is three point eight percent. So it's uh, it's definitely you know a way to play a little bit of technology maybe in a little bit with a, a lower you know lower uh, valuation type of type of security which isn't a bad way to go um, not computer, one that we own but, what kind but of, we like it what kind of computers do you use around the office uh we have we have a dell actually we're we're, we're dell here at baird um and uh, you know it seems to be the operating standard for our company for a long time uh-huh okay have a good week thank you 
Thank you for calling. Right, Stock you. Talk, 330-673-1234, to talk with Walt Secura, who is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron. Now, Capital One announced that they're going to buy Discover Financial for over $35 billion in stock that would create the sixth largest U.S. bank by assets. Discover's payments network is a prize there. Capital One uses Visa and MasterCard networks. A combined, they would be the largest U.S. credit card issuer with a 20% share of outstanding consumer loans. Now, this has already raised concerns that the FTC may look at this for antitrust issues. They're already looking at uh, some of the other mergers out there, like, like Kroger's acquisition of Albertsons, and uh, still with his questions around Nippon Steel's $14 billion for U.S. Steel, especially here when uh, Cleveland Cliffs was uh, one of the bidders for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, Bob, you know, this will be interesting to follow. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big acquisition. Uh, makes makes a lot of sense if they can get it done. Uh, it will be interesting to see how regulators respond, especially in election year. Uh, like I said, the, the Biden White House has been a little bit scrutinizing, you know, some of these deals as, as politicians, you know, get hammered by consumers that are concerned about these these bigger companies. So, uh, but again, you know, we'll we'll see if they go through. Uh, you know, the Discover deal with Capital One makes makes a lot of sense, and uh, we'll we'll have to follow it to see if it comes to fruition at the end of the day. Now, another stock that you hold, Home Depot, is in your core equity portfolio. They reported earning declines of fifteen percent. The third straight quarter that declines have been reported by Home Depot. In spite of that, their stock rose to a, a two-year higher. Now, how can uh, Home Depot have their stock getting higher when they're telling us that they're not uh, making as much money? Well, I think a lot of people see the the opportunity, uh, you know, looking forward that uh, people will come back. A lot of these uh, building projects that people are doing, home improvement projects, were kind of put on hold for a while. Um, this, this, you know, shares are a little bit cyclical, you know, as, as, especially in our area as the weather starts to change, you know, people get outside a little bit more, start doing the gardening and the, you know, the improvement and things they, they do on the outside of the home. But, uh, yeah, I think, Bob, you know, it's just a well-run company that uh, the market's saying they believe in, you know, even though the, the, the last couple quarters have been a little bit of a struggle, uh, you know, they believe they can turn things around and, and the stock will come back up. So we see it, you know, trading at 371 a share and, you know, pushing higher this year, which is which is good to see. It's a company we definitely own in our core equity portfolio, and we'll continue to hold. Back to the phones. You're on WNIR. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, I was. Uh, I heard you mention Nvidia, and I was just wondering. There's been talk of a stock split, and if there's any time frame that uh, you've heard that might be mentioned for a stock split for NVDA. Uh, I haven't, I haven't heard of that. I mean, I, I think as these stocks push higher, there's always that possibility. But I'm not sure if it was officially announced yet. If it was, I, I don't have the date uh, or the okay. split on, on, in my my notes right now. So, right. yeah, I was fortunate enough to find the first stock split or get buy stock prior to the stock split. So, I uh, just was wondering uh, if any news had come out because there's always. Once a stock starts making money uh, and getting up there, it starts the talk stock split, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You see it happen at times. Um, you know, they try to bring the price down for the average investor. Um, although we've seen a lot of stocks, you know, push to pretty high prices. I think that trend is starting to change a little bit. Um, you know, because people are able to buy. Uh, you know, it should be round lots. Everybody wanted a hundred shares, but I think a lot of the trading platforms now don't really penalize investors for you know, buying a handful of shares. So I, I do think some of these stocks uh, 
you know, may continue to have these high prices. But it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what a lot of these big tech companies do. A lot of them have very high prices, certainly. That's right. That's right. Okay, well, thank you very much. I, I, I you know, you, I enjoy the show, and uh, you guys are very informative. Thank you. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you for calling. 330-673-1234 to talk to Walt Secure of the AKW Group. Now, another stock that you have in your mid-cap, small mid-cap portfolio is Bertiva. It's a data center cooling systems maker. Now, their earnings per share doubled to 56 cents, uh, beating their forecast for the fourth quarter. Sales rose 14%, about $1.87 billion, just uh, missing, and with growth slowing for the third straight quarter. Uh, data center cooling systems. Well, I guess if that's got to do with the other tech that's out there, it's kind of an ancillary company that should be doing uh, pretty well. Yeah, out of Westerville, Ohio, their 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 headquarters. They of course they they you know work globally, Bob, with the you know their offerings. So it's a global company. Uh, but when you go to their website, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. It says right on the front page, "The world depends on data. Uh, we power and cool." And that's uh, really their offering. You know, they they bring a a lot of the technology that's needed to uh, you know create power that. You know, not not easily uh, disrupted, and, and also, uh, you know, reliable, and also the cooling uh, solutions, which again, a lot of these data centers and high tech, they they run on very, you know, the centers get it very hot, and uh, you know, in, in order to run them properly, you got to be able to cool things down. So, a very very fascinating company uh, with a kind of a unique uh, offering, and again, one that we have in that small mid cap portfolio and. You know, continue to see good things as we look over the next three to five years. And again, that's Vertiv, V-E-R-T-I-V, symbol V-R-T. Now, Walmart, they reported a uh, surprising uh, fiscal fourth quarter profit gain of 5%. Sales rose 6%, also beating the estimates. The uh, Dow Giant also guided up on the first quarter forecast, so their full-year uh, forecasts aren't quite as, a, as a positive. So now, you don't own Walmart currently, but if you look at Walmart now, do you think it would be worth the buying? I'll tell you, people that have uh, bought Walmart are probably happy that they did. And, uh, you know, it's a good competitor out there in the general merchandising space. I mean, obviously, they, they've done a great job with their online offering, you know, competing against the Amazons of the world. And, uh, you know, they, they continue to be a really important player, uh, you know, not only here but around the world. And Sam's Clubs are, you know, definitely a very big offering uh, within within the company competing against Costco. So, uh, Walmart's been a good player, and again, has, has done a good job. And uh, you know, for us, we we haven't owned it. You know, we we own Amazon uh, on the other side, but uh, Walmart's Walmart's a good stock, and those that own it probably are happy they have it. And finally, Royal Caribbean raised its 2024 EPS target range by 40 cents to 9.90 to 10.10. Their stock jumped, with rivals also climbing as the uh, cruise system seems to be going back and continue to recover from the pandemic. At this point, what are your thoughts on cruise line stocks? Well, Bob, they've had a great recovery. And if you look at they have a very unique offering. Uh, people that cruise love to cruise. Uh, the bookings are extremely strong in this industry. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely worth taking a look at. We, uh, we're we looking at these closely. And, you know, they continue, they're making believers out of a lot of us, you know, that, that they can continue these trends and, as long as we don't have another pandemic or something to disrupt the industry, I mean, there's there's probably really good things ahead for these cruise lines. 
Once again, if you want to talk to the folks at, at, the, at the AKW Group about stocks, just like we're talking about here, you can call them here in Akron anytime. Tell them you heard them on WNR. 234-466-7476 is the number. 234-466-7476. And you can chat with them and ask them questions about stocks and the like, even if you're not a, a client at this time. And again, remember, they also provide a lot of services with the cooperation of the Baird Company, Private Wealth Management, Investment Banking. They do estate plan reviews. Tax review is very important this time of the year. IRA illustrations, Roth conversions, Social Security analyses, and more. All these services available at the AKW Group. Once again, by calling them at 234-466-7476. And remember, too, if you like the program here, if you ever miss an episode of Invest Wisely or want to hear the whole show, you can hear it on their website, akwgroup.bairdwealth.com. You can have the link that puts you into the Spotify and Apple Tunes of sites that allow you to hear this week's broadcast and also past broadcasts. We started the program back on October 7th of 2018, and we've been doing it successfully every Sunday morning since. We kind of like that. So again, Walt Secura of the AKW Group. Here we are. The bonus days of February are coming up this week. I don't know if that is a a good thing in the world of investing, but uh, just the same as February comes to a close, uh, what are you and your team focusing on? Well, there's more, you know, more earnings reports for us to pay attention to. And of course, we get inflation uh, readings this week. And that's kind of been the big data point, you know, for the Fed with interest rates. So uh, we'll do our homework and we'll be back with you next Sunday. Once again, the AKW Group is based here in Akron and Fairlawn in the Waterford Building on Embassy Parkway. Call them anytime at 234-466-7476 and remind you that to remind them that you heard them here on WNIR Kent Akron on Invest Wisely. 234-466-7476, 3875 Embassy Parkway in Fairlawn, the home base for the AKW Group. Once again, affiliate with Robert W. Baird Company, 234-466-7476. Walt Secure, talk to you again next Sunday. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Albertson Companies, symbol ACI. Amazon.com, symbol AMZN. Arm Holdings PLC, symbol ARM. Capital One Financial Corporation, symbol COF. Cleveland Cliffs, Inc., symbol CLF. Dell, Inc., symbol DELL. Chenier Energy, Inc., symbol LNG. Discover Financial Services, symbol DFS. Fortnet, Inc., symbol FTNT. Hewlett-Packard Companies, symbol HPQ. The Home Depot, Inc., symbol HD. Intel Corporation, symbol INTC. Kroger Companies, symbol KR. MasterCard Incorporated, symbol MA. Nippon Steel Corporation, symbol NPSCY. NVIDIA Corporation, symbol NVDA. Palo Alto Networks, Inc., symbol P-A-N-W. Royal Caribbean Cruises, symbol R-C-L. United States Steel Corp., symbol X. Super Microcomputer, symbol S-M-C-I. Vertiv Holdings Company, symbol V-R-T. Visa, Inc., symbol V. And Walmart, Inc., symbol W-M-T. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.